Section 11 of Ontario Public School Geography. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Ontario Public School Geography by the Ontario Department of Education. Section 11 Climate and Life. Weather and Climate by weather we mean the condition of the atmosphere at a particular time so we say it is fine weather today or we had warm weather last week or we have had much bad weather this year the atmosphere may be hot or cold still or moving cloudy or clear wet or dry so we may speak of the weather as being warm or hot calm or windy cloudy or clear rainy or dry we may also describe it by its effect upon us and so we speak of it as being invigorating or enervating agreeable or unpleasant healthful or unhealthful by the climate of a place we mean the usual or average state of its atmosphere without limiting our description to any definite time we use the same terms when speaking of climate that we do with reference to the weather when we say that florida has a warm climate we mean that the weather is usually warm there it does not mean that there is never cool or even cold weather in florida there is some cool weather but it is unusual you already know the chief causes of differences of climate explain how latitude altitude winds ocean currents and distance from the sea influence climate plants and animals wherever there is enough soil heat sunshine and moisture to allow them to grow plants are found many plants are of great importance to man since they provide him with materials for food clothing shelter and tools and because they provide food for animals which also help to supply his needs all plants do not require the same kind of soil or the same amount of heat sunshine and moisture some flourish in the warm moist regions of the earth others cannot endure the continuous heat of the tropics some are adapted to a dry hot climate others to a wet cold climate therefore plants vary widely in different parts of the world we cannot attempt to describe fully the many varieties or even the chief varieties of plants found upon the earth we may however distinguish three main types of vegetation areas forest areas in which there is sufficient heat and moisture to allow the growth of trees grasslands where owing to insufficient moisture trees are absent but where grasses find sufficient moisture deserts in which since there is little or no moisture only a few plants well adapted to withstand drought can grow these great vegetation areas of course are not separated from one another by definite lines between dense forests and adjoining grasslands will always be found a transition area in which both trees and grass are found between grasslands and deserts there is a similar transition area in which the grass gradually grows thinner and poorer as the desert is approached now let us make a survey of the world to see where for the most part these vegetation areas occur 
in the extreme north the great ice cap surrounding the pole prohibits all plant life this area is therefore a real desert it is called the ice desert farther south the sun is warm enough to thaw the surface of the ground during the short summer and a few lowly plants chiefly mosses and lichens can grow in this area live the eskimos of whom you have already read the desolate frozen plains of the far north are called tundras they are found along the northern coasts of north america europe and asia the inhabitants of the tundra depend upon animals for food and clothing as the land produces little or no vegetation fit for human food still farther south in the northern part of the temperate zone is a broad belt of forest the trees composing it are adapted to life in a cold climate among them are found the pine the hemlock the spruce the poplar the birch and the willow there are in the northern forest many fur-bearing and other animals such as the elk and the moose and hunting is the chief occupation of its few inhabitants lumbering is also carried on along its southern border where the trees are largest and nearest to settlements of people south of the northern forest is a forest of a different character in which broad-leaved hardwoods such as the oak the beech and the maple are found these trees require much rain consequently these hardwood forests are found chiefly along the coasts or in inland areas into which the rain-bearing winds can penetrate in the drier districts as in the central part of north america are found broad grasslands by far the greater part of the north temperate zone consists of the areas of northern forest hardwood forest and grasslands where the forest has been cleared or where the grasslands have been brought under cultivation crops of grain fodder plants fruits and vegetables are grown the cultivated plants of the temperate zone are the best food plants of the world the grasslands provide rich pasturage for sheep horses and cattle in addition the forest provides plenty of good lumber for building and tools these are some reasons why the most progressive and prosperous peoples of the world live in the temperate zone the temperate forest changes in character toward the tropic of cancer many trees unknown farther north such as palms and palmettos make their appearance such a forest is called a subtropical forest the regions near the tropics have but one season of heavy rainfall a year at that time grass and flowers spring up with great rapidity and grow to immense size but after the rains are over the great heat soon withers the vegetation the dried grass however still provides nourishing food for animals such tropical grasslands are called savannas they are often dotted with clumps of small trees giving them a beautiful park-like appearance the savannas are the home of many large grass-eating animals as well as the flesh-eaters which prey upon them hunting and cattle raising are the chief occupations of the people of the savannas in the torrid zone wherever the rainfall is abundant the great heat and bright sunshine favour rapid growth and tangled forests and jungles extend for many miles you have already read of such a tropical forest in them both people and ground animals are comparatively few owing to the denseness of the forest 
there are however many birds and insects and a large number of animals adapted to life among the trees there are tree frogs tree snakes tree lizards and monkeys in abundance as we pass through the southern hemisphere from the south pole to the torrid zone we find the same vegetation areas in about the same order ice desert tundra temperate forest subtropical forest savanna and tropical forest there are however several large regions where vegetation is lacking almost entirely deserts are found on the leeward side of great mountain ranges which intercept rain-bearing winds and in those parts of the trade wind belts where the winds come over land the vegetation of such desert areas consists entirely of plants able to endure long periods of drought the cactus for instance has thick fleshy stems in which it stores up water since there are so few plants in the desert there can be little animal life there there are only a few small animals and the snakes which prey upon them and some insects and the lizards and birds which eat them wherever underground water approaches the surface or a stream flows into the desert from some wetter district the vegetation becomes more abundant low bushes and dwarf trees with occasional stretches of grassland are found such an area is called a semi-desert it generally forms a border around the almost lifeless desert in it live a few people who wander about with their flocks in search of pasture thus far we have considered chiefly the effects of latitude winds and rain upon vegetation in mountainous regions altitude also plays a great part a snow-capped mountain in the torrid zone shows a series of different vegetations at its base is a dense tropical forest above this is a belt of temperate forest still higher up the trees become dwarfed and there are many shrubs and bushes in the very high valleys there are meadows of rich grass between the grassy meadows and the level of perpetual snow is a belt of mosses and lichens much resembling the tundra of the far north above the tundra belt is a true ice desert in climbing such a mountain we pass through a tropical a temperate and a cold zone just as we should in passing from the equator to the pole this of course is due to the fact that the temperature steadily falls as a greater height is reached End of section 11